0: everybody. Um, another fun Saturday night going on. And hi, Amber. I see you're already um, jumping in. Appreciate that. Um, January 1st, 2022. Hi, Andrew. Good to see you, son. Um, what a long year it was last year. Am I right? But a lot of positive things. I I feel like twenty-two is going to be a a excellent, excellent year for everybody, health-wise, finances. I just got a good vibe for it, so let's hope that's good. But tonight, we, we have just a general show with nothing really planned, just kind of hang out and, and just chill with you guys, if I'm not too old to use that word. <laughs> How are you doing, Brian? Um, yeah, I'm doing a lot better. I'm, I'm tired tonight, but I couldn't miss a show with you guys so i do have a dear friend of ours sitting in the background waiting to jump aboard and join this conversation (laughs) i'm glad i'm always happy to see uh grandkids and uh hey matt mr consultant good to see you here but without further ado let's bring our friend aboard he's always good for um good conversation hey and it's Mr. Dr. Dale. Hey, Ron. How you doing? So, how you doing on this fi- fine night, sir?
1: I'm fine. It looked to me like you uh, were about to say I'm good for a few laughs. So,
0: <laughs> You are. You are. Most of <laughs> the time. Um, sometimes That's it's good. dad jokes, but, you know, I'm a dad, so I get them.
1: I, I like dad jokes that people around me object to them.
0: <laughs> well, I know... So. Uh, I know Lee always threatens to burn this non existent joke book I have on me. There you go. <laughs> so
1: um, <laughs> I actually have an app, so I cheat a little bit on that, on the dad jokes. Yeah.
0: Um, forgive me, I'm actually messaging uh, a couple more people to give the link to because mm-hmm. this is not exactly an open invite tonight. Like, we can't have a hundred people on though. That'd be fun and entertaining, but <laughs> there's a few more. Um, we could add a few more spots for others. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. what's new with Mr. Dale,
1: Dr. Dale heat. Well, we're, we're good. We're, uh, we're in a bit of a transition right now in in our lives and, and uh, well, more than a bit, we're in a full, full on transition and uh, have, uh no no longer at the business i was at for the past 13 years and so uh whatever it is that god has in mind we're on our way to on our way to do um but this is a new year i like what you had just said there um it's a new year i the last year 2021 it it was a pretty long year especially for you the last couple of weeks of the year were a long year so uh, we're just, I'm so grateful. Melissa and I are so grateful to see you up and about and and, uh, and doing better. Just grateful. Well,
0: you know, I really appreciate, and I'm going to send this out to everybody as well. All the, the prayers and support and the good energy and the healing vibes everybody sent to me these last few weeks. It, just the outreach was amazing to me. I mean, I know I have friends and such but you just don't realize how much people care even those that are not directly involved with you um right, you right. still care and show compassion and and such so i want to send a very heartfelt thankfulness and thank yous to all those that done that and had me on their mind
2: yeah it's
1: no. we had uh, melissa made connections with people all over the world that were praying for you and thinking of you and you know we have uh we have a lot of friends out there, and everybody just joined. They basically, like so many people, uh, with the group, you have people that you know, and they could live anywhere in the world, and uh, and your friends are their friends, even if they've never met you. And uh, very true. So we're we're really grateful that 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 happened, and uh, we're glad that you're back on. Well, I don't know if you're back on your feet, but you're back on your seat.
0: <laughs> Back on my seat. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and you're very right. It it felt like last month now feels like it's been geez, four or five months. <laughs> but yeah, yeah y'all yeah. kept me in this world. And uh we have a few hellos. Hello, um Alex. Uh Matt is saying hello to you, Dale. Glad okay. to see you yeah. again.
2: Yeah,
1: good. Can to you see the chat? I cannot see the chat. I don't know why that is, but I can't. So, yeah, oh, we now got, I can. <laughs> now I can. Um <laughs> yeah, great. Of course. Wonderful we love Matt you. and everybody else. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, we got a good crew out here tonight chatting with us. Um good. Now us say so that you haven't not able to see the chat. I'll uh I'll bring up comments as they come along. Okay. So uh
1: well I'm using my iPad tonight, so it's a little bit different than when I use my laptop. I was able to get right on just with your uh your message on messenger. So that that worked out fine.
0: Nice. Nice. So, um any big events for you in 22 or just taking things as they come along?
1: Well, we do know that the one uh paranormal conference that was scheduled here a, a while back. Hi Andrew, it's good to good to see you uh today. Always good to see you and support your dad here. That's good. Um, that's being rescheduled, the one in Youngsville. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be set for, but once it is, uh, we'll make sure we get the word out uh, for everybody. Uh, we basically uh, now you we'll just have to wait fun. and see.
0: You had lots of fun doing that last year, did you not?
1: It was actually the year before last, yeah, and, uh, oh. and it was good. A lot of people have viewed the YouTube video of that. Uh, session that we did down at Island Park and uh, I didn't realize that until just over the past few months but uh, but I see that there are quite a few views of that and that's humbling Uh, we just want to help where we can help that's the that's the main thing
0: and our friend uh, and partner in crime always loves to bring up the uh, beauty shop Poster back there. <laughs> I see that.
1: I was going to say, unless he's calling one of us Queen Latifah, I'm not. You know, I'm, uh, I
0: think you might fit the queen title a little more. No, <laughs>
1: no, 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 I'll stick with the poster. I see it there behind you. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello, Jason. Good seeing you again. Um, but yeah, are you are you thinking of two different events? Um,
1: uh, this is the one you connected me to so uh, okay the folks it was supposed to be this past fall in youngsville and it was uh it was postponed until they believe sometime in the spring okay
0: yeah because i know i took one year uh when we were part of the paranormal fair Mm -hmm. i took your video of you down there at island park and put it on yeah that's the one i'm
1: referring to that's on youtube yeah yeah so that that i i Get lost with what organizations are doing what. I mean, that's, the, you know, just.
0: Well, you're a busy to, guy.
1: Well, I, you know, not really, but I try to posit, you know, I try to respond positively when opportunities come to share an important subject like this. And uh, just to be helpful to people that are out there uh, doing the work, you know, the feet on the ground, so to speak. Uh, Mm -hmm. If we can be of some assistance, that's really really where my heart is. Uh, Other than that, we don't have a lot of things that are scheduled right now uh, for the upcoming year, but I would like to see us develop some things.
0: Well, Uh, speaking of things coming up this next year, um, I don't know if you've caught any hints and information of it, I'm horrible with dates and times, and I'm sure Matt's probably going to have to fill us in. I believe it's September. Um, Matt is a very strong component of Para Unity as we try to be, and right. uh, he's planning a day down at the Danville. Well, I guess it's just outside of Danville yeah. at their uh, at their fair where paranormal teams across states and up in canada and such are planning on converging and and doing events and such and he's saying he hopes to see you there um, you know, i'll try to get more information for you
1: yeah if, if there's anything i can do uh, more than happy to matt and uh make sure he gets my email address then he can contact me there okay
0: <laughs> okay Great. definitely do. super yeah. Yep. I knew it was September. <laughs> At least I got it's that. September, part. yeah, yeah. And Bloomsburg is not too far from Danville. It's like a half. No, hour it's, this is
1: all over in the in the uh, uh, Wells Wellsboro, uh, Williamsport, that whole area right there. Yeah.
0: So so um, maybe we'll all road trip down on in the same. Oh, vehicle. I think that'd be so,
1: great. That'd be a uh, lot of fun. yeah. Yep.
0: Might be. A victim of flung
1: fedora. We can count on Jason. Uh, <laughs> always count on Jason to lift our spirits. <laughs> yes, indeed.
0: I'll send you a link in the information. All right.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, just uh, my, my email. Everybody can know it. It's fine with me. It's just dale.hate. That's H-A-I-G-H-D at yahoo.com.
0: It wasn't that long ago. I had that on my on my information here with mm-hmm. all my little ticker tape stuff and all that and I was uh I was uh had so many of them I was losing track of what was what so I got rid of it. I do have this though. How's that going for you?
1: Yeah that's uh you know we are you and I talked about it before the show a little bit and uh one of the things that Melissa's really encouraging me about is is consistency. You know this from this show. Uh, Mm -hmm. that that's the reason you're on tonight, you know, I presume, you know, you're, you could have taken another week off or whatever the case might be to continue to recover. Uh, You you look great. I mean, you you do, you You look like Santa Claus right after, right (laughs) after the event. So, uh, but anyway, (laughs) just kidding. But the, uh, I just see that there are a lot of opportunities and one is uh, Dr. Dale on deck that basically YouTube uh, plan to do those more often and probably in a, in a little bit briefer format. And then, uh, at some point in time, I'd like to be able to get that up live, uh, like this. And uh, and there are a lot of ideas floating around back here, and uh, to be able to get some interaction, some question answer kinds of things, and whatnot. You know, wh- again, however, we might be able to help out uh, would be great. Um, I, I just well, uh,
0: this interaction and, and going with the, the people in the chat and such you know is always fun it, it, it's kind of you know it kind of reinforces the brotherhood and in, in the in the what's words I'm looking for <laughs> I think you know what well the
1: relationships it. you know we, right. we build relationships over time one of the things that uh, what is the event a few years back that you did in Warren it was everywhere it was all over Um think it was tight also with Harry Potter or something. There were all kinds of oh, things going
0: on. Hello Amora.
1: Okay. And and I think that as I recall, I remember going around to the different locations, but went down to where you were at and it was a nice turnout of things that was going I think the more of that but I think what you're speaking of here is relationships. It has to do with you know various groups. Yeah, camaraderie, great, great word. Uh Camaraderie implies that we're uh, we are walking together because we have common ground. Okay, so it's like the military. There's camaraderie in the military. If it's functioning the right way, then you have everybody's on a mission with the same objectives, the same goals. That's the idea. Relationship comes out of that camaraderie. So building the relationships, I met people at that event at the Youngsville event and some of the other things that we've we've done. I've met uh, some people, some people that are on here this evening. uh, And that the relationships come out of that meeting. And so camaraderie. we have the same goals, we have the same ideas, maybe some different approaches, and different locations, different regions. But, you know, yeah. I, but we work together. We work together and that builds relationships. So, yeah.
0: Definitely. And uh, Alex, definitely feel free to ask. Um, most stuff we'll answer. Maybe not everything, but most stuff. <laughs> and uh, anybody else that's watching, um, feel free to ask questions. That's what this is about. Um, mm-hmm. Is not only do we get to kind of to interact me and Dale and such, but you guys are part of our conversation. For sure, absolutely,
1: yep. So absolutely. ask away,
0: and he's, telling good point. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, definitely, I fully agree with what you're saying there. Sir. So,
1: so, uh, Scott, before we, you know, before we go on, I just wanted to mention just quickly that the change, the transition that that I'm going through right now, I've I've had to really resolve this. That uh, you know, that a door closes and a door opens, mm-hmm. and the doors that are in front of us to open the, this, there's an opportunity now to be more engaged and more involved because it's, there's less time, there's less time being consumed in other ways. Uh, you still have to make a living. You still have to do the things that you're doing, but Definitely. this opens a door for, for me and, and for us to be involved in some other areas. So, you know, well, well I know you've trust always had God
0: a lot of things that you wanted to do. Like, uh, I know. Well, I believe you're helping with people learning to do music and such, right?
1: I'm teaching at the Conservatory of Music, which is here in Warren, and uh, with my with the background I have in music, I'm teaching guitar, vocals, theory, and developing a new program in commercial music to help, which is about. Uh, Using how, developing and how to use studio time properly, and to arrange and produce and compose, all of those things, and it's uh, free. it's it's really good. It's a good thing. I'm I'm just engaged in that right now. I have been for about the past uh, eight ten months. But uh, the fellow that uh, that that runs the school um, is. Uh, you know, is is just a tremendous musician and has a lot of professional background. So it's opportunities that we have to to do those things and uh and the same so way know, with the with the paranormal groups.
0: I know we kind of fall in the trap of of where we live. It doesn't seem like that much stuff is is in Warren or, you know, and I'm sure many people fall under that thought pattern. But Warren truly has a blessing of people that's in it um, from all kinds of stuff. So, you know, like you said, he has, uh, he's got professional background stuff and with music and such. And so, yeah, he's actually,
1: he's actually been uh, involved with production with American Idol and some of those things. Joseph's an extremely uh, talented individual all the way around. Uh, We just... uh, a week ago today actually no a week ago tomorrow we had a uh, kind of a, a, a show a program at library theater where we at the library theater where we had the students and the teachers all putting on a concert uh all afternoon on that nice. sunday and you know giving everybody an opportunity to share the things that they're learning and and that helps everybody to grow. You know, if, if in a paranormal group, for an example, if all we did uh, was, uh, this and just talked about these things, but never actually experienced it in the field, we, you know, it wouldn't be as good. I mean, you, you get that opportunity in the field and it's very helpful. So.
0: And we learn a lot through mm-hmm. personal experiences. Um, maybe not everything's quite tangible, but we could definitely, uh, able to explain a lot more living through it um do you feel we are programmed in our lives for the spiritual realm now that can be some deep doctrine there in <laughs> itself it can be yeah <laughs> and depending it's actually on, many different religions have very different fields of that
1: yeah if i'm understanding the question correctly alex and if if i'm not please feel free to clarify but it's all In Christianity, for example, my background uh, in Christianity, there are two primary schools of thought with respect to this, and it deals with the issues of the sovereignty of God, and that is, do we have a free will to make decisions as we go along, or is God uh, programming everything ahead of time and we're just simply carrying out what's been programmed? those two theologies for the and i I won't go into great detail here but uh one is a calvinistic uh theology and that is the idea that sovereign god is in charge of everything and all we do we we're not really puppets because there's we still have to express things but he is in charge of everything and it's all going to be whatever it's going to be the early settlers in the united states for an example in america believed that it was a sovereign act that that america came into existence for the purpose of and then there were a lot of reasons that they believed now arminianism is the other side of it and that is that it, we're kind of catapulted into the world and everything is up to us uh, so we have a complete free will to be whatever we want to be now if i i don't know if that's the gist of alex's question uh, or not but we're talking about pre-programmed, programmed, whatever the case might be, I think that it's a little bit of everything. That's my personal view. That's just, as I consider it, I'm thinking, you know, uh, I believe that God is sovereign and is in charge and is all-powerful and is creator and all those things. And whatever you uh, choose to call God, that's your choice, okay? Some mm-hmm. some people I know, they'll call him... Uh, the universe, some will call him sovereign God, some will only higher refer power. to God, so on and so What's that?
0: Higher power.
1: A higher power, exactly, in the recovery community. Uh, all of those things, I'm not sure that God is as concerned about what we call him as what we believe about him. And, mm-hmm. and so that's, and I don't mean to be wishy-washy, I have my own convictions about it, but I don't think that those convictions should be a divisive points between us. Now, the, if the question is, is all of that programmed in us? Um, I, my personal belief is not that. I do not believe that God functions in our lives like we're AI. Okay. Sure. That he's got that he's got that it's artificial intelligence. God's just simply playing his game of working through all of us as as his AI creations. Uh, what I believe is that we are created in His image and His likeness, and we are given uh, the earth to uh, not just proclaim him, but also to uh, live in, to enjoy, to have fruitfulness, uh, and, you know, and so on and so forth. And all this is important. And in our work, when it comes to uh, paranormal investigations and deliverance ministry and all of these kinds of things that we engage in, they are all a part of carrying out that plan, that, whatever that plan may be.
0: I don't think I would have said it much different there sir I, looks like you answered it to what thank you, was, Alex, you know. yeah
1: as I said you know if it's uh, if I'm not addressing that directly please feel free you know to do that so oh mm-hmm. ah, good okay so yeah I can see that I don't know if you want to address it first Scott but I, uh, that's it's very interesting.
0: Well, I don't know if I froze up or not.
1: Well, Alex is there. He said he's referring to the school.
0: Right. I could hear you. My screen's frozen up. Um, He he goes on to say um, he had his Ghostbuster T-shirt on, and I was Mm -hmm. finished taking pictures and pretty much visiting. As soon as I started leaving, the very next song was Ghostbusters. (laughs) How is Well. Here we go. I'm back. Yay. (laughs) and
1: okay so i have a friend well
0: he's he's hello missy
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's good um i have this thing about um a friend of mine years ago called it divine coincidence Hmm. And, and it's when you're up to something, whatever that something might be, and then all of a sudden something happens and comes on. And, uh, you know, the destiny, the divine destiny that Melissa speaks of, uh, you know, in our walk together, uh, I think, for me, it, it, I'm called to pay attention when God is up to something, okay? And if all of a sudden I'm doing something and then there's a confirmation or a confirming word that comes up, you know that when we're doing an investigation, I'm constantly looking for, uh, you know, either confirmation or denial. That's what you have. I've learned that from you. So, uh, Scott, so when you, when you're doing an investigation, yeah, when you're doing an investigation, what's the very first thing you do? You basically, I think people are shocked at this, by the way. Uh, the first thing you try to do is rule out everything. Right, you're, right. You know, you're not, you're not there to to uh, entertain and that's where a lot of people that get involved with this get in trouble because they uh, they come into it looking for it to be there rather than looking to not discount but discern whether or not there's something going on or not. And uh, I I, I think that's, you know, that's part and partial of this. Uh, so, so it's right. not, we, I don't think do that's this. odd that God just shows up or, or, you know, and, and plays a song that's connected to what you're doing. Right. I think that's actually confirming. Yeah. Right. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, I believe he does have a nice little sense of humor too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's really a large one. I mean, just look at yeah. us. Here we I are. I was
0: trying to be modest. <laughs> 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 but yeah, one of the things that we believe in our group is that. It might not be real to us, but it is definitely real to the client, and that's why we approach every case as 100%, and we're there to help, not just to, like you said, entertain.
1: Now, correct me, Scott, if I'm wrong, but we have had some experiences that I I think I recall this correctly, um, where really it was it may have very well been a game that was being played by the people that invited us, and You have, the reason you have to approach everything with this discerning of spirits or this discernment is to be able to, uh, and you may not always get this right. I know I haven't. Oh,
0: yeah. We we really,
1: we really want to make sure, you know, okay, what are we dealing with here? Is this, and there, it's, it's huge. I mean, it's huge. The subject is huge because.
0: yeah. We could definitely go on for hours and and only touch the surface um yeah i, I I've, I've always
1: things oh go ahead i'm sorry
0: i've always felt bad for the, our clients when they're 100 percent sure that they that something's going on and you we're there even sometimes multiple times and we just don't find it yeah you know, they always seem so disappointed and you know we we leave open contact to us but
1: And I think one of the things that you you know that we've run into, one of the things is that uh, you get there and whatever's going on stops. And to encourage the client, you know, what they're experiencing may be genuine, may be real, and it may require more than one visit to actually be able to catch something that's going on. Also some exhaustive, we've discussed this at our meetings over the years, uh, some exhaustive research on the place and the people that occupied that place over the years. You know, if it's a house or an apartment, or or if it's a building uh, like Alex just mentioned, high school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the knowing something about those places helps, but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a result because sometimes those things like to go silent when they're being checked out. Uh, it doesn't mean they're not there just means that they go silent when they're being checked out they clam up
0: yeah because they don't truly. a lot of them the spirits or whatever we're dealing with don't truly want to be found they don't want to be known by people
1: like us and i think that's the difference between uh what oftentimes you're finding going on in someone's home that is not destructive and is not demonic and if something is a demonic entity that's working, because the the devil is a show off, hmm. and wants to exercise authority and power that he doesn't possess in reality. And so the one thing I've discovered in in spiritual warfare, is that the devil doesn't shut up very often. So when you go in and you start to confront what are truly demonic entities going on they will manifest they will show up one way or another quite often they will show up reveal their hand even though they may well know that if they reveal their hand to us that we're going to beat them we're going to we're going to deal with them right then because once they're out in the open now they're uncovered and then we can deal with them you know where it's like a kid <laughs> uh, you know it's not even well not not In my thinking on it, not so much that they want to get caught, but that when they get caught, uh, you know, they're when we're going to deal with them, you know, the way that we do.
2: Um,
1: So I think that that's the contradiction that is in uh, satanic uh, Luciferian kinds of things that the the contradiction is uh, they want to be sneaky in their approach, but they also want to be seen because that, that's an advantage that they think they have. But they well know that if they reveal themselves, they're done, they're, they're done for. Uh, Jesus would say, who are you? And they would say, we are legion for we are many. And Jesus would say, then leave. <laughs> and they'd have to. So right, to me, that's a, that's a great example where when you're dealing with uh, spirits, ghosts and so forth, or when uh, undeparted spirits, that's not the same game. It's a completely, you know, it's a different game. My thought on it.
0: And they're good thoughts. Um, and I don't know about playing Follow the Fedora. I don't know. You guys follow <laughs> me into most things. I, I don't leave y'all lead y'all astray, I don't believe. <laughs> at least, unless we're not like at the Cornerstone or somewhere, at least chase me around with chairs.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's some rough stuff, Alex. The spirits were protective uh, when I had to replace. Um, oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that's okay. Uh said so scratched, scratched your back, followed you home. I don't know what the next one is. My, oh, yeah. Scratch initially scratched yeah, and like a, on my cat. See, so uh, that's bad stuff. Yeah. And, stuff. Uh, how did you deal with that? I mean, what did? how did you end up resolving that, if you don't mind my asking? Or did you resolve it? Or did you, yeah.
0: Um, and that's another thing we have to be careful of. Um, and we kind of experienced that, and I hope this person doesn't get upset if they watched us in replay or, or whatnot. But one thing we have to be careful of as investigators is going back to a place too many times that has um, entities in it that we're not, able to resolve because the owners don't want to or something mm. if, if you kind of catch where i'm going with it um mm. like the place in starbrick there um right one of our previous members and even some of us that are still here was going back quite a bit and i think even myself was slightly affected by going back to this place multiple times mm. Um, not as strong as the others of course but I believe that it it I started being come to where I was being drawn to the place a lot more than any other place that we've been to but as soon as we were trying to cleanse the place we kind of got shut down and and weren't invited back to the place if I remember correctly
1: yeah I think that that is a good case study and one of the things I want it would hope and urge paranormal investigative teams to do is go back and do a case study, go back and do, uh, you know, take a notebook and write down everybody's view that was involved with it on what happened and what the results were and what happened after you left there. Uh, So I I don't know if we addressed Melissa's statement or not about her view on a destiny and i want to make sure that we don't just skip over that because she's Are my right hand, one? so yes so i don't well, know if I, you
0: want to I, I i was thinking that was more of a statement i'm sorry mm-hmm. uh the question is
1: no it's not a question but i mean that statement i want to make sure that we've really looked at that thoroughly um that there is a I think we're back on that whole sovereignty and free will and all of that kind of thought. Uh, and
0: We will give that, we'll be back in that in half a second. Um, yeah. He said that he did holy water in the restroom and did not show fear after that.
1: That's a great segue. Yeah, that, that, that's not a great, other issues. that's a good um, segue into the, uh, some things, yeah
0: the destiny side of things, uh, I, I'm kind of along the same view that personally I don't think everything could be truly left for our own free will. I, yeah. I just don't see how that could make any kind of comprehensive plans for the world. Um, there, Yeah, we have the free will to, to make our daily choices and such, but if everybody just did everything that they wanted to, I think this world would have exploded eons ago. <laughs> you know? so there lately, be...
1: lately, it feels like it, it could be headed that way, doesn't it? I mean...
0: It does, but I don't yeah. know. I just got a good vibe for 22. Maybe good. January 23, I'll be like, oh, my God, I was so wrong. <laughs> or I could be like, oh, I'm very happy I was right. <laughs> But uh, I
1: don't personally think you're wrong. I, th- I think you, you are correct. And I think it, you're talking about, uh, again, be a great case study, but the idea of, uh, of chaos, you know, that the, the end result of, of everybody just doing their own way or, you know, exercising their free will is if we exercise that upon somebody, then we're violating their free will space. And if you start to do that, you start to see that over and over and over again, uh, you might have a better picture of what's going on in the spiritual realm. That's for sure, because that's the kind of conflict that there is there. Uh, it, again, um, not to get too deep. I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. But uh, but we have to. We have to get a little bit more than surface deep when we're mm-hmm. dealing with these things. So. If I'm understanding, and please correct me. She's sitting right across the room from me, but uh, but she correct had, me if I'm wrong. She made a couple comments. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen I can only see what you throw up well, I
0: know. So, I, was okay. just, I was just letting you say what you were saying.
1: <laughs> okay. Just the guy has a plan for some, and when you try to stay, he keeps pushing you back into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and that does speak to that issue, or uh, stray. When you try to stray, he pushes you back into. Thank you for that correction. Um, absolutely. I mean, th- this is a balanced approach. I don't want to go into any of the things that I'm called into without an, a certainty in my own heart that there is a destiny, that there's a purpose, that there's something out there in front that I don't yet know. Uh, and so it's just a matter of, of keeping on moving and then be, being turned, allowing God to turn me in the way that needs to be turned. And that then you find what the purpose is as you go along. Uh, but I do wish that we knew more at the beginning than what we actually know, that can be a little frustrating. Oh,
0: well, in some degree, I believe in what the Mormons do, um, that we kind of map out our our life before we come into the world, and we want certain tribulations to go through so our spirits can grow. Right. And then as we come into this world, we pass through like a veil that blocks our memory of that so it it, it kind of falls into that predestined situation Hmm. but we don't know what it is
1: that's very interesting i'd love to sit and chat more someday about that uh i've done very little study in that realm of things and I but i think that's in fact none uh i think that's a that's a very interesting thought it really is
0: yeah. And that's where I come where like I feel there's something that we we knew before we came here. And we're, we we the, the little things like what we're drinking
1: and stuff. That was coffee, by the way.
0: Right. We we're, we're able Which... to choose that like a personal free will, but through the tribulations we go through that's pretty destined. Right. right. And uh, I want to say hello Ryan and happy new years. Um, I'm trying. There we go. <laughs> yeah,
1: Happy New Year to you, also, Ryan. And uh,
0: Alex said that he uh, go back through. He said the cemetery was built, or the high school was built on top of the cemetery. Mm. And uh, he said the dreams, the spirits came to him in his dreams and wanted him to go back. I think I would probably try to avoid that high school.
2: <laughs>
0: I never <laughs> yeah. wanted to go back to school, anyways.
1: <laughs> I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, yeah. I, Thank you,
0: <laughs> Missy. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, Ursula knew a lot about Mormonism and yes. she's called me out on a couple things that kind of made me a little uncomfortable because there are certain things that we, I wouldn't say is hidden, but it's not forthright information and, mm-hmm. and she we've had some conversations and and you know it just was a little uncomfortable
1: <laughs> well and i think she, well,
0: she didn't mean to make me uncomfortable but she also right. enjoyed the fact because she knew the history behind behind it so she kind of oh, enjoyed yes. the fact yeah. that
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a wealth of knowledge in that for both well, uh, both ursula and bill a wealth of knowledge on the subject uh i, I am uh I'm I'm just really convinced that a lot of things that we that we come to learn or we think that we understand, we may be surprised ultimately uh, when it all turns out. But right now, where we're at right now is being faithful to uh, do the things that we're called on to do in this in this age in this time.
0: Don't and, be uh, don't be forgetful to be faithful to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people forget to do that too.
1: I like that. That's a great statement. There, 2022 will be a great year, as long as we focus on small blessings and use them to motivate us. What a great statement! Very exactly. good. So that's that's from Matthew, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah.
0: Mister Consultant.
1: Yeah, great, pretty,
0: great pretty stuff. Skills Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah actually, I don't know. Skills schools schools
1: scare you. <laughs>
0: Schools don't bother me too much. No? Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll we'll connect there, Alex, and we'll we'll figure something out. Uh you know what? Truly I don't know if I'd avoid it. I don't know how I would do it, but I've said this before. I'd be really nervous about going into a old mental asylum. And my thought behind that is is um, these people were not able to, to be with it while they were alive, and, but they were in a place where they were able to kind of get help and, and contained when they're in the spirit realm. That just seems very dangerous to me. Like, you know, I, I feel we have control. Or the spiritual realm but still that's just a i don't know
1: i would think that if you'd want to go into an investigation just simply to have the experience and and uh and and get scared that would be a pretty good place to go yeah definitely (laughs) i Um, mean we've
0: we know how would you handle say and this is just kind of one of those what if moments how would you handle going into like say waverly hills and I'm sure they would never invite anybody because that's a lot of wealth for them. But to to clear it out, such a big place with so much going on,
1: reportedly going on. I'm not familiar with with uh, what you're referring to, Waverly Hills. You never heard of Waverly Hills? No, educate me. Uh,
0: well, besides it's a wealth of money, um, they, they got, it's a, I believe it's the large state psychiatric hospital that had tv patients and such at one point as well that um has all kinds of reported activities from a nurse that took her own life that's still there to patients that were there that passed away that are still there and it's uh, a pretty big building i I think there's like four floors and it's like a quarter quarter mile of a building I can't ever of Waverly Hills. No,
1: no, I'm I'm not familiar with that. I'm pretty familiar with I re, I recall there being a place called Waymart. Is that the same place or
0: Waymart? <laughs> yeah, it, it was one of it the it was be? one
1: of the it was one of the forensic it was one of the places that had a forensic unit. Uh there were two in Pennsylvania. One was Waymart and the other one was North Warren that had forensic units. Uh, well, there's is in
0: Pennsylvania so yeah, maybe yeah. the name got changed
1: or something yeah I don't, be i'm not sure maybe somebody out there knows more about that i, I really don't know i hadn't I hadn't so heard that
0: overall in general a uh, place with major activity multiple floors uh mental distress while the people were alive and such how would you go about taking care of such place?
1: well i think that that uh it would, first of all, you'd have to say, well, why, why are we there? I mean, mm-hmm. if it's not by invi- invitation, then perhaps, you know, it's just out of curiosity. And, and any time, you know, what curiosity does to the cat. Um, so the question is, why? What is the purpose of it? So one um, second, Dale. Yep. Um,
0: thanks for popping in, Alex. Really appreciate all your yeah. questions. And sorry, I see you made a few comments as well. Um, Maybe we'll get a chance to talk to, about them. But uh,
1: really appreciate Very you
0: in and see you next time. And happy New Year's.
1: Happy New Year, Alex. So it, I think that reconnaissance is the first thing in any warfare. Okay. So mm-hmm. that means you have to have a team of well-qualified people that can go and spy on the land. Which means that there needs to be some kind of an advance group that that actually checks something out it's a popular destination and we've seen plenty of those uh, where paranormal groups just kind of come and go come and go and come and go that may not be uh, the same thing but if you're going to a fresh ground if you're going to a fresh place then reconnaissance becomes very very important um, if you're going to defeat uh, any kind of foe then you have to know what their activities are so you have to have a well-qualified group of people that can actually go in and check out something like that to begin with. And then you can open the door for maybe the, the beginners, if for lack of a better term, to be able to go in and to check those things out. Uh, I've had the privilege of, of wandering the whole tunnel system at our mm-hmm. local state institution and uh, not really wandering, but given a tour of it. Uh, because the church that I pastored met in the chapel there for twenty two months. In order to do that, we had to know the lay uh, the leadership had to know the lay of the land. And so security actually took took me through the place. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, it's it, I mean, it didn't seem that scary to me, you know, but everything was all lit up. So I mean it probably I'm wasn't sure as much. But uh, that is, helps. yeah, it's an interesting place. But now if you get over there to where um the cemetery is on the opposite side of the highway um the, Are you talking just,
0: about where our walmart is and such well no up about
1: where they moved it to where they moved it to but uh, but to look at where the sewage treatment facility is and where walmart is and so forth i mean there that would be to me that's very interesting um, area there
0: do you mind if we get interrupted for a second
1: no no problem
2: What's up everybody?
0: The Mr. Consultant in his <laughs> office.
2: In his office. Yeah. There well in in my wife's office this evening. <laughs> I only have a little bit of time while I'm out on a delivery, but well, just wanted just to
0: pop in. Why I interrupted Dale because I've yep. seen where you are and and <laughs> he's on his way up to deliver us some food.
1: Uh, yeah, it's quite quite a distance to it might be a little chilly by the time he gets here. And, yeah, you
0: know, he bags. was lucky enough to get some cupcakes when he was up here. So, oh,
1: nice!
2: We're um, gonna start the cupcakes already. 2022 yeah, yeah. cupcake. Yeah. You're the cupcakes. I'm down. We well,
0: sent him home with like three dozen, and he got like a half a dozen home.
2: Uh, no, yeah. it was about it was it was still two about two dozen left.
0: <laughs> so,
2: but I wanted to just pop on real quick. And say, Scott, it's it truly is a blessing to see you back in the saddle, and uh, glad to see the fedora still fits, brother.
0: Thank you. And, I put on a uh, nicer fedora for y'all.
2: Oh, <laughs> nice. see? And uh, Dr. Dale, I just wanted to say it was a pleasure watching you chat with Santa. That was a great video.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, we're now old friends, I think, so. <laughs> well,
2: as long as yeah. he got his phone number, I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah. a lot of
2: glad, glad to help out
1: it was an interesting interview i've never actually done that before so that was a that was a good thing so yeah i, yeah. I don't know
2: a lot of people that interviewed santa i
1: don't i don't think there are a lot of uh a lot of people who have scott was going to and then he wasn't feeling well so asked me to jump in there and and uh i think that was the beginning of your woes there
0: yeah, that was about three or four days in. That was yeah. <laughs> that was a rough day. I, I felt bad because I kind of wasn't able to do it, and you know I was looking really forward to talking to Jolly Old Saint Nick, but I couldn't think of too many people more that could uh, do an interview that well. God, it was
1: fun. It was um, a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Great video. <laughs> I uh, the only other person I asked to do it, and and he would have also done a great job, would have been J-Wow. Um, mm-hmm. So he would have been brought a different type of interview to the, to the <laughs> forefront. But it would Absolutely have definitely would have. been just as good. Yep. He did a wonderful job, though.
2: Absolutely. But now I just wanted to stop in real quick and uh, just say it's you know, great to see both of you. And uh, really, really, really is a blessing. To uh, get
0: this 2022 started the well, right you way, you have sure some is. education yourself there, Mister Consultant. Um, Since really when? quickly, uh, really quickly, and I know it's not a quick topic, but how is your view of destiny and such and free will? Well, well I know I it's mean, not. I have kind of.
2: A, I kind I have of have a mixed. You know, I can I can I can shorten it I can shorten it. Um, so I kind of have a mixed theory of it, and it's just my belief system. I feel that we are destined. We, are, we do have our plans already laid out for us. I do believe that. But it's the journey that we travel that makes it what's fun. And just to have that belief and that trust and faith that we will be guided in the right direction. Now, we do have the ability to have free will. That has already been stated. So it's up to us on what course of action we want to take. Do we want to follow in the steps that are laid out for us? Or do we want to go our own route? And either way, we, our plan's already known. It's already known. It's just, it's kind of a mix, I, I guess I, could, I can really say. But it's all, it all goes back to, do you have faith enough to follow? And these, you know, little subtle hints, you know, coincidences and stuff like this, like, um, I do apologize i don 't remember that, I think Alex said mm-hmm. about having like the ghostbusters theme mm-hmm. you know exactly. it 's little exactly. subtle hints and um hint era details that lead us in those paths so it 's up to us well, do do we want to follow? do we want to acknowledge it? do we want to accept it, or do we want to do our own thing it's it 's completely up to us, but in our faith and you know, we're you know, we say God is all knowing, He already knows what we're gonna do. He already knows. But you know what, He loves us no matter what. So
0: And we do this I say if, investigating and such as far as we go, and I assume your long same thought is we always do it in His name and in His will, which kinda makes us boring sometimes because <laughs> if we're not meant to see or hear anything By his design, then then so be it.
2: (laughs) Well, honestly, you know, the paranormal has actually led me closer in my faith. And it's actually strengthened me. Um, It's the reason why I wanted to become ordained. It's the reason why, you know, I wanted to help people so much and why I want to work with other teams. It's because of that faith and his love. I want to share that. And, you know, accepting teams for who they are and what they do, that's all part of it. So you know, it, it's all how you look at it. And it may not be, you know, someone's cup of tea, so to speak, but you know what? We're supposed to love each other and love everybody for who they are. That is, that is his word. Mm-hmm. So no matter That's your right. belief systems, no matter your background, you, uh, we as Christians, I feel should love everybody and accept everybody no matter what. And we are not. Miss, you
0: see Missy state uh, comment there, don't you?
2: Oh, (laughs) hey, Missy. Thank you. Thank you. But, Um, gentlemen, I do have to get going. I will be listening in the background. I still will be here. But, um, again, Scott, blessing, and it's wonderful to see you back in the saddle, and I'm glad the fedora still fits.
0: Thank you. And, Dr.
2: Dale, always a pleasure.
0: Same here, We we need to get you on his show there, Dale.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and as you're going, I'm going
1: to, being you can still hear us, I just want to make sure that, that... I I chime in also say I think that your view is a balance. That's exactly where I'm coming from on it, too. So there's good wisdom. God gave you the wisdom on that. And it helps people to relax in their faith a little bit more. You know, just trust God with it. And uh, But you stated it very well, put it very well. Thank you. I, I do have
2: a heck of a theory. Though uh but that's for another time. Okay. <laughs> we could be here for hours. <laughs> yeah, we're Sounds not gonna
0: good. do your four-hour show like you did last night.
2: Oh <laughs> that was fun. But all <laughs> okay. right, gentlemen, you enjoy the rest of your evening. Happy New Year good and God well, bless you guys.
1: Yep, you as well.
0: So always great to have him on. Always yes. a pleasure um so now that's another thing that people are watching or may watch here all this religious talk and such um they might feel like we we we're saying that you have to be very religious to be into the paranormal
1: field well let's hope not
0: and i agree and that's why i bring that up um
1: i think that what uh, scott i think that what we want to say is that if you're going to and i've mentioned this in some of the trainings that i've done uh you're dealing with supernatural things you can't help but run headlong into uh spiritual views and uh you know the the term religion which is an interesting term uh, just means something that you do uh, uh I was going to say repeatedly but religion is basically a practice so you're you do something as a matter of practice uh neither word is a bad word okay they're both good words but what what matthew was talking about uh and mentioned it a couple of times in that conversation is something that i i really like to call it and we're talking about faith we're talking about belief a belief system faith uh and so on and so forth and so while I call myself, you know, a follower of Christ, I distance myself from a lot of religious views that put a yoke of slavery on people. You know, rules, regulations that have nothing to do with God, nothing to do with the Bible, but have to do with religious views and religion in general. So, and, I'm, and I don't mean to judge that because if somebody wants to submit to that, that's their call. It's up to them. Uh, right. On the other hand, there's great freedom in the things that Matthew was talking about and and the stuff that Melissa is alluding to here with respect to the, the, the destiny that's in front of us. I like that idea. It makes sense to me uh, that there is a plan and God has a plan for us, but we're on a journey
2: hmm.
1: and that journey will come in and out of that uh, plan of destiny. And we will make some decisions that will take us maybe on a detour, if you will. And then but God's grace is his, his perfect grace toward us leads us back to the right path. And so that we're, we're always edging toward that, that purpose that we might have. So we, we might get a little sidetracked, we might get uh, displaced sometimes but if we trust him if we have faith in him then we move in the right direction so when we talk about just to address your concern there the the paranormal investigations um i would say that there are a lot of people out there you know uh that would question uh involvement in paranormal activities paranormal investigations and so on and so on and so forth uh because They have not been taught that their faith is a spiritual, is a supernatural activity, Hmm. but rather a religious activity. And there's a difference. I can go through the motions of of whatever religious background I'm in. I can do my duty, so to speak, or Hmm. I can have a vibrant relationship with my faith.
0: You can, and those are just like at your job, you're going through the motions, you're doing the same thing and repetition, Yeah. but you're really not into it. It's yeah. really not you. Um,
1: it's not, it has not become a passion. So if our passion is, and I, and I don't mean to be preachy, but it just seems to me that if my passion is what I'm expressing and th- that 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 that's really about, that's what faith is about. Faith is about the expression of my, of my passion for God, my passion for people, my passion for truth, my passion for, you know, uh, a good outcome for help. I guess the thing when Ursula first introduced us, uh, Melissa, me to the group uh, back, how long ago has this been? uh, 10 years?
0: Yeah, I believe you guys will be 10 years um because you you weren't only but me well i would even dare say 11 years because it was only a bit. month or two after the group started that you guys were brought aboard and that was yeah. November. so i
1: mean it just it just dawns on me that one of the things that impressed me you know coming from uh, you know all of my training and background and everything i came into this group and the one thing that stood out to me was how much the people there wanted to help the people that were contacting y'all. And that was, that has been like the big thing for me. It's been, what is our motivation? What, why do we do the things we do? And is it for, you know, is it just for, I was going to say something there, but just for giggles, <laughs> or well, is it's, it it's
0: not for like know, fame or fortune or, or recognition or giggles or entertainment?
1: I mean, what I sure, saw. we
0: do some some cemeteries and such for fun, I you mean, know, for our own personal entertainment. But we, like you said. We've had a
1: lot of fun with that, too, you know, and it's been good. So, camaraderie, remember the words we used before, camaraderie builds relationships. Definitely. And so, and relationships build effective work, so, effective ministry, effective uh, paranormal investigations and outcomes. So I think that's, that was so important so impressive to me so impressive to me and i've seen that with some of the other relationships we have with other groups as well that that's their heart they just want to help one people thing,
0: that's one thing me and lee spoke of and everybody agreed upon was the uh doing our picnics and such and and yeah. going to uh the local bar to have food and such yeah. just to, yeah. to build that with within our group that that connection
1: or hanging out, on, hanging out on somebody's front porch, you know, on Great. the Fourth of July, or whatever the case may be. I mean, these are all uh, the camaraderie builds relationships, which build effectiveness. And, and trust. Uh, and trust, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that uh, is a
0: good poem. That's
1: well, sure. it really is.
0: And Great hello, Christine.
1: Yeah, I also want to say hi to Ashley. I see she's on as well. Uh, earlier there, did not get a chance to say hello in the middle of the conversation. But <laughs> happy New Year to you.
0: Yep. yep. Definitely great New Year's. Um, but yeah, so but kind of to to uh, solidify the point is you don't necessarily need the the building and in, in the and all that to be a paranormal investigator. You don't need that deep religion aspect of everything you do mm-hmm. to be in the paranormal.
1: Yeah, one of the it, things, I, one of the things, and I, I want to go back with something else uh, that uh, that was mentioned earlier, I think it was Alex that mentioned using holy water and this kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I have one it might be a rele- relevant story about that, but before we move off from this subject, uh, I don't, we built buildings to have gatherings and church services and so forth back in the around the 300s AD. Okay, started to build some structures so that the church could meet in the structures. But the purpose of that, the original purpose of it was to keep you out of the weather and to do the you know, very practical purposes. It was just people that were gathering. But if you go back before that in church history, they didn't gather in, you know, the, the early believers were Jewish by faith and followed the way, followed Christ. And, uh, and they still observed, many of them, the, the different uh, hours of prayer and so forth at the synagogues and the temples. But when it came to expressing their faith together, they met from house to house and they ate together and they spent time together. The church is not a building or structure. The church is a human entity. It's relationship, again, camaraderie relationships and effectiveness, uh, those things all, that's what the church was. You know, Acts chapter two, it says that, you know, they went from house to house and they ate their bread together and they did, you know, so that was the, that was all about relationship. It was all about building that way. So by no means should we ever say that the religious entities of any religion in the world um, are to be despised or, or looked down on. But at the same time, what we're talking about here is active faith, we're talking about really, really carrying it out outside of the walls. And, and the church then becomes I used to tell our folks, and I'd heard it from somewhere else. Uh, so it wasn't original with me is stop going to church, and instead be the church. And that to me was a great expression. Um, Alex had mentioned going through the school and using the holy water. And uh, it reminded me of an experience that I had one time in which a funeral home was adding on uh, to their building, to their structure. And when they did, and if I've told this story before, forgive me, I just like to tell the remember. same stories over and over again, I guess. <laughs>
2: Very easy to remember uh, okay.
1: that way. <laughs> well, for me, anyways. But, <laughs> the, uh, but what happened was some friends of mine were the directors there. And, uh, but they were having quite an issue because as they were constructing or joining this building onto to this funeral home, Every job foreman, every contract or construction foreman that was coming there to work, ended up with some really bad things happening to them—heart uh, attacks, illnesses, and whatnot. I, there may have been somebody that died. I don't, I don't recall the specifics, but uh, but those things were going on. Every general contractor that came in couldn't complete the work, and. They had a relationship with a particular church in the community and the the rector, the pastor of that church, uh, believed, as I did, that there could be spiritual things going on. Well, this the couple actually saw that first. They, they wondered, you know, is there something going on in this building that these folks are running into these tragedies and we're not getting the, the job accomplished, but more so, uh these people are being detrimentally affected uh right. and they contacted me and they contacted him and asked us to come and to uh, without hesitation go through all of the building and all of the construction and everything else and pray through the place and and so uh, we did we came there uh went through the entire buildings uh, both buildings that were being joined together and uh, I went through and I anointed places with oil that had been set aside for God's purposes. And I do that every time I'm on these investigations as well, uh, basically to, to uh, really give a warning to the enemy that he's not welcome to be functional there and to do those things. And the other pastor had holy water, and, and he was going about the same place places that I was and he was he was doing holy water, uh, sprinkling holy water throughout the building there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we concluded, we were there for several hours. And when we conclude, we did not see anything or have any experience that I can recall, that actually happened while we were there. Uh, but you knew there was something at work that was there. something it. going on. Yeah, there was something that yeah, exactly and the end result was we left and it was a done deal the construction was completed it's a beautiful place uh it is a it has been you know very much used these are servants the people that run this place are are true servants and have met the needs of just countless numbers of families uh in their deepest times of need uh right there and i've had the occasion Yeah, and I have had the occasion of ministering there, conducting memorials and funeral services there uh, for years now. Um, uh, Not to mention that's where we had, uh, that's where, uh, um, and I know they don't mind me telling this story because we've told it many times, but it's also where Ursula's memorial service was held. And so there's something really significant if you really think about it. Well think about the destiny of that. Okay. Uh we we haven't lost Ursula, we have simply been separated from her physical presence for a period of time. Is that's the way I i see it. Yeah. Um right I, and I,
0: I feel the same. I feel that anybody that that's part of your life might not be every second of your life after they depart but they do come when times of need or stress and size. but constantly
1: I mean, god allows that love and that uh, cherishing and that that relationship to minister to us as we continue to walk in this life and in this earth uh, over a period of time not just from memories but from a, a supernatural activity at times that uh that just confirms that god is with us and that that relationship was was of great value and continues to be of great value to us but they do work is, for
0: us on the other side too
1: exactly so i mean that that's and and there are a lot of people that might uh you know disagree with that that kind mm-hmm. of thinking but and that's reality, okay. and that's okay you know but the reality is that all of that work took place at that funeral home in the spiritual realm by this episcopal priest and myself and, and God did the work we didn't we just did, we just did our our like. <laughs> and uh and the end result, while countless families were ministered to there, we had the occasion to pay. And, homage uh, and, and, and blessing uh, for Ursula at that place. You know Who knew, right? We, right? we didn't know that. Didn't know that everything would all the dots would connect, that all the relationships would happen that happened after that. I mean, this is something that was done 20 years ago or 18 years ago or something like that. But and it's, it's amazing it's, to me.
0: I was about to say, it's definitely amazing and strange how things are connected in the world. It it really like like that like we've had three or four separate cases that we found out were all connected within the same family different locations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. such um before we get too far hey hello James how you doing um and I'm trying to keep up with the chat while we're at it <laughs> um, good for you <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I I believe we kind of answered that um
1: you're I do about, feel uh, that question, consultants' question.
0: Yeah, I do feel that to some degree, some benefit from the constant going. Um, they're able to walk their path a little better by constant connection like that. Where others, they just don't need that path in front of them.
1: So, so from my perspective on that. Um, let, let's get down to what, you know, what we would teach on that. So, in the book of Hebrews, it, uh, the author of Hebrews says.
0: And that's why I make coffee every day because it says Hebrews.
1: Funny, <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> so you're silly. Uh, so it's, it says, "Do not forsake." Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as is in the manner of some, but even more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. But the question is, what does that mean? And for me, the gathering of of people to worship God is exactly what I just said. It's the gathering of people to worship God. It is not a... uh, You have to understand there are a lot of us that were raised to believe that going to church in and of itself resulted in salvation (laughs) and and then came to learn that that just is not how this happens okay going to church is is basically as i said before i don't think you can go to church but you can go to a gathering where there are people there doing the same things Uh, but i think everybody understands what i mean when i say going to church okay but that in and of itself may or may not draw you close to god it may or may not draw you close to other people the issue is intentional relationship so do not forsake the gathering or the assembling of yourselves to other believers even more as you see the day of the lord approaching as time starts to wind down if that's you know if that's what's happening and i think that it is so if if that's the case the issue is how do we build more vibrant, close relationships with one another that become more value to the people that are around us. Now, that doesn't mean I'm discouraging people from attending a worship service. Right. Uh, attend all you would like to. We went to a church service on Christmas Eve at, at 11 o'clock at night. It was the most beautiful, beautiful thing. It is every time uh it's, it's a great experience to have but going there did not result in my personal uh, salvation going there was an expression of worship to, mm-hmm. of god and that's all so uh, i i personally believe matthew i don't know if this helps at all but i personally believe that relationship is where it's at mm-hmm. that camaraderie plus equal camaraderie results in relationship which results in effectiveness Uh, i think that that's what hebrews is talking about i don't think that it's talking about you know 11 a.m sunday morning 7 a.m you know Uh, even though i was a pastor for 15 years you know at a church that was growing and was all about the getting together uh, i'm not discouraging people from doing that at all that's beneficial just don't mix that up and start thinking that because you're doing that you're in better shape you know as far as your relationship with god is concerned
0: definitely definitely and i don't think i could have said it much better myself there sir and uh bringing up that joke for the hebrew
1: (laughs) that that was it yeah there you go (laughs) i think that's on my app though is it yeah so what do we see? And this yeah.
0: is, I believe, in regards to uh, people that have departed from us in yeah. this world.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: They do.
0: So and, let's and get to a, a, a lighter note. Um, yeah. Is that there any a... case that you could think of in our history that you could bring up that you found to be more like a, like a real fun ha-ha moments or
1: anything that you can think of no we're always really serious when we get together
0: i mean you know besides <laughs> putting people together you know putting a woman in front of me or whatever you
1: know. well you mentioned going to like uh restaurants and things you know where we've gone you know for a meal together but i do recall one in which i think it was you and lee that basically had to be separated from the group the rest of us <laughs> just needed to but uh we i don't know we have a good time every time we get together sometimes because we don't exactly fall follow robert's rules for order uh in in the meetings that we've had over the years we follow scott's unruly orders uh (laughs) as we go through but we get a lot accomplished because of the again the relationship building that's going on and uh, and there's a lot happening we've had some very serious meetings too when we reviewed an investigation and that kind of thing Um, yeah that's when we're
0: we're definitely more on par with with being part of the group and and the job in front of us is is the evidence and reviews and things like that
1: or when we're speaking of cases we have a good time too yeah yeah
0: and the nice thing is i believe you said it um was you know the meetings are going well when nobody wants to leave and yes. Yeah. Our meetings are generally worse scheduled for like an hour, and two and a half hours later, <laughs> we're still going on.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't remember there being a one-hour meeting ever, but <laughs> well, <laughs> they're we, scheduled that way, right?
0: <laughs> and you know, and it's good because, like you said, and and such is nobody you know everybody's enjoying each other's company so nobody is ready to walk out that door (laughs) bye dale (laughs) i don't know what happened um i guess that was the end of our meeting (laughs) we'll bring up your your uh probably i know what probably happened he probably didn't have his his uh tablet plugged in and and the battery died on it um but yeah Uh you agree. Um going to church doesn't make you a better believer, just going to McDonald's makes you cheeseburger. You know, I should keep going to McDonald's with hopes that it'll make me thinner, but it just just doesn't happen. Um um, there there's a couple of basements we've been in. Uh I'd have to really you you have to give me a little more content on that um i think i know what you're speaking of though um there's not very many places that we didn't have some fun though we go to these locations very serious don't get me wrong and we are serious at what we do but we also as dale was hinting and maybe not even so much hinting, hinting but came out and said that when we go to these places seriousness is there. Oh we do uh joke with each other and and because if you're not serious I see you dale um if we're not serious then uh if we don't have a few moments of, of enjoying then when things get tense we it makes it way worse. We we get more edgy if we don't have that that moment of enjoyment. Yeah, that's the place I thought you were speaking of, Missy. Yeah, definitely. Um did you you might not have seen you were probably trying to hurry up get into the back on. <laughs> yeah. Did your battery die?
1: No. Battery no? didn't die. It just kind of booted me from the way that I accessed it. So I went in a different way and got there. So <laughs>
0: I thought maybe your battery died. Was I thought maybe
1: you cut me off because I was being unruly. No, no.
0: I, I would do this to start. And uh, if that didn't work, then I would probably figure some other warning. <laughs> we got, there is a private chat that I'd say, hey, you're you're, you're leaning a little thick on the topic or something. No. No. Um, shy of coming out and being vulgar or or something along those lines i you're pretty open conversations i have so you you know the place that missy's speaking of yeah.
2: yeah now
0: that was an interesting place in itself um the location was a big uh would that be considered a brownstone building
1: uh, i think so yeah
0: but um a big brick building. Um mm-hmm. and we can't give out a lot of details. Right. Um, but they have said that we kind of roughly mentioned them. But anyways, that place we were at several a few times with no major activity until the last time we went. I got, I don't know if you guys are aware or or whatnot, but my knee got really affected at that place. Mm. Um, did you know that?
1: I didn't I did not know that. No.
0: Um if I did, friend.
1: I've forgotten it because I forget about things sometimes.
0: <laughs> me too. Um, yeah, that that one night, uh actually thanks to Earth, she was uh helping me through Reiki healing a little bit. Um um yeah, I, I was kinda sitting in the one room away from everybody because it was really felt like something was digging into my knee and really hurting it i drove that night i drove a standard vehicle to the the location and uh and uh i i almost wasn't able to drive back home because my Uh leg was in such pain through where i wasn't able to clutch so um
1: i mean we, we had some experiences and i do remember there was something on the main floor of that building that was showing up in one of the side rooms there uh but i but i agree with melissa you know that uh a lot of what we you know we would show up and if there uh, it just seemed like a lot of times things just disappeared or if they were there they weren't active uh during that time but we still had a lot of fun you know that was an experience that's for sure <laughs> um, i did um
0: yeah but yeah i think though there you guys are there i do believe little things happened yeah i don't think it was a total nothingness
1: no i no i always felt like you guys were you guys have always you and lee um your willingness to watch literal hours of playback um i don't know how you do it i mean that's a <laughs> lot of, i mean that's a lot of staring at a screen where it doesn't seem like there's anything happening just waiting for that one frame where something might be there. Uh, but I do know that when you conducted, uh, we were talking about that gathering, uh, multiple buildings and so forth, and Warren that was taking place that event, um, that I remember that there was stuff that happened in the gymnasium on the, in that building that you were in, uh, that there were some significant things that happened there. thought that was interesting as well. Um, but, you know, we've been
0: in some pretty weird situations throughout the years. And you're right, Dan, it it was pretty much where I almost had to call somebody in that night to give me a ride home because it, every once in a blue moon, it still kind of catches me where my knee feels a little painful. Um, (laughs) it's like staring at a picture. Yes. Uh, Dan and forgive me, Dan, if I'm wrong. But I believe I'm right. He's a member of Wisconsin area Paranormal Society. Right. You know, we get these all these groups talking to us and such, and it's like, I think that's where they belong. But every once in a while, it's easy to get them mixed up. So um, I apologize if I'm wrong. But I believe he's uh, with Ailing up in uh, Wisconsin area's uh, WAPs. Uh, Yep. So, what
1: yep. what part? If he doesn't mind answering, what part of Wisconsin?
0: The cheesy part. That's all, <laughs> Scott. But uh, yeah, we've been you know for our little group, we've been in some pretty uh, interesting situations.
2: Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I remember one evening. You talk about some funny stuff going on. Um, but I remember uh, a lot of people have gone to Guernsey Hollow. A lot of people have done that. But I remember. We've had some very definitive experiences there uh, that were beyond question, something in the supernatural. Uh, We've talked about the couple that walked through the cemetery before uh, and then just kind of disappeared into thin air. That was interesting. Oh, Uh, oh, yes, yeah. The other one I was thinking of was when we were sitting on the road in front of the cemetery that night and there were all kinds of things going on with the electronics in the vehicles.
0: That's Guernsey. Uh,
1: yeah, that was Guernsey, yeah. And that was, well, it was like after, and we were out on the street before we left there. Mm-hmm. And it was like one thing after another after another kept going on. It was definitely a powerful thing. Uh, oh, okay. All right.
0: Very now good. I know we spoke of her a few times tonight. And... I don't mind sharing another story of Earth. <laughs> I believe it was our first night there. If not our first night, at least our second night at Guernsey Hollow. And I I don't know if I should have or if I shouldn't have, but she started to cleanse the place. And I'm like, Earth, earth you can't do that. Other people want to come here and have fun too. <laughs> She was she was releasing everybody and telling them to go, <laughs> and and I probably should have let her because these poor souls that's been there for for eons that are active, you know, maybe that was their chance for for moving on. But you know, I, I guess I was being selfish for other people in the area to, to no, no, don't do that. You gotta. <laughs> This is a tourist trap
1: (laughs) she she i know she i do know that she was very intent on uh and always always was very intent on if somebody was trying to uh was being held back here uh and that they needed to go ahead and cross over that she was really intent on assisting them that direction so uh that was that was a part of her her ministry, her work going on. So well, shame on I, you for getting in the way of that. <laughs>
0: and that's I, said. I, I don't know how I should feel about that. I don't know if I I, don't know. I should feel like bad for those that had the opportunity that I took away.
1: I guess or, you'll have to ask her when you see her. <laughs> she, she
0: might biff me upside my head and say, I told you you should have let me do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So now that's uh some of our cases and some of the lighthearted side of things. Uh probably the probably the worst case was um Starbrick did a lot to us. Um, other than that, I can't think of really any other case that that was more of our Achilles heel per se. Is
1: there any yeah so so if you don't mind I I being that I wasn't directly there, but I was on my way there uh, right. to deal with some things in Starbrick, it might be helpful to other groups that are tuning into this tonight to, to hear, a, without us going into detail, but to hear about some of the things that can happen if we don't focus on the relationships, the camaraderie, the relationships and the results, uh, the effectiveness of the group. And and one of the things that can happen is if you have one of the things I think that the group learned that uh, that Warren uh, Area of Paranormal uh, Society learned or Society of Paranormal learned. Sorry, I'll get the words right here soon. Um, you <laughs> But but uh, <laughs> I think one of the things that we learned through that whole process is that there is a proper, you know, structure or order going on. Okay, so it's like a military intervention. Um, you know, you can't have folks that who's responsible, who don't have the responsibility for setting the order of things, setting the order. Because what happens is confusion comes, and when confusion comes, then there there's all kinds of disarray, and we're not helpful to the client. Not only that, but we're harmful to the client. So I think I think it's really important uh, that whoever's in charge is in charge. And if, also, somebody's, and if somebody's put in charge, then they become in charge. That's fine, you know. But also, I think that was at least one of the experiences.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and that was actually going to be towards the point that I'm about to make is uh, is we were there enough that we felt over comfortable and over confident that everything was good, nothing out of the ordinary would happen. So we let our own guard drop. Yeah. yeah. So. We didn't approach it as a normal case with normal parameters. We right. we, we approached it like it was a fun house. And exactly. that was our yeah. biggest mistake. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I think that's, well, that'd be good for you to repeat. That was the biggest mistake. Um, it became convenient because there was activity to want to repeatedly go to the place where there was activity right oh, very and true. uh and as a result of that um the client's needs get lessened the group's needs grow there. and then all of a sudden you have everybody kind of running to a hot spot and it'd be like if if you if you're going to to see the geyser <laughs> but the geysers dried up you get really upset about that right Well, I want to caution groups out there that if the activities that are going on, that if you were asked to dispel those activities, to get rid of those activities because of the harm they were bringing emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever the case might be to the client, but there was, there was really a kind of a comfort level in the fact that there was activity going on. Uh, Be really careful about that.
0: And yeah. it was definitely lulled into a sense of the activity was there that wasn't harmful, dangerous, or manipulative,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that was almost like a like an old friend energy. Just mm-hmm. hey, come on in, I'll do some tricks for you. And so we were definitely very relaxed in the situation.
1: Um, so, we'll get, so the, Bi- we'll get, the Bible, said, the Bible says the Bible says about that, that it calls that a familiar spirit. And uh, and they, in my experience, become the most difficult to deal with because they grow. They get larger and larger and larger, and they cause more chaos and more frustration. So it's important to deal with those kinds of things, uh, you know, as a quick attack, deal with the situation, and then move on, you know. Rick,
0: we got a couple comments here. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Gloria.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then <laughs> There's truth to that, definitely. Um, we as, as humans and such, we definitely don't have as many, um, traits like animals and such that are able to see more and, and be more perceptive. perceptive. And this one, you kind of had me going for a second. I'm like, Ben to Jupiter and Mars?" Hmm. <laughs> and then I, then Jupiter, I to Florida Mars, that.
1: Pennsylvania. That's okay. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's you. Funny. You
0: had me for a second
1: there. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> one. I, I don't absolutely. I don't think I, I've been I, to either. I, I've been to I've been to Mars, Pennsylvania. That's yeah. That's not all that far away. Um, But now back yeah.
0: to the situation we were talking about. Um one thing you told me and i i won't be able to quote you on this but you might be able to to uh say yourself i remember that night looking around and seeing the confusion that you had it was like a month or so before that you you were talking about this um i was seeing the confusion i was seeing the separation and i was seeing the anger and you warned us that was definitely signs and and at that point we, I said, no, it's time to stop, we need to stop now, we need to leave now, and I think feel-
1: that there was there was a little bit of an issue there with some uh, uh out of order lingering that, that even after you'd said that's enough, and that that's there were still some folks that intended on continuing it, and that's just simply whenever you have something that's out of order uh you're gonna have that same confusion and i i've always respected you and i know melissa and i've talked about this many times we respect you when we're working especially with our own group uh we respect you as the leader of that group and as a result of that whatever you need uh, from anything that i can provide we can provide that's what we're going to do we're not going to go right or left of that we're not going to go over it we're not you know we're not going to uh, exercise, undo or authority, we know, I mean, I know my role. I know what it is that I'm called and equipped to do. I know what I don't do, and I stay away from those things that I don't do. Uh,
0: I'm humbled by your guys' trust.
1: But if you don't have that, then you don't have order. Guess what the opposite of order is?
0: Confusing chaos. Chaos.
1: chaos. And guess who thrives in the midst of chaos? the devil, the serpent, the enemy, Beelzebub, Satan, Lucifer, whatever name the character's going by at the moment, that's where that becomes dangerous. When chaos enters and there's no longer unity, there's no longer order, there's no longer, I'm not saying dictatorial order. Right. I don't think you're a dictator. I think that that's ridiculous. Okay. But you have to have an orderly direction and that means here's what we're going to do here's how we're going to do it then we're going to regroup and we're going to look at it and we're you know discuss it all that kind of stuff do the case study do what we need to do to make sure that the client above everything else is served it is and that's what i've loved about this group and i encourage other groups if you're not operating that way to find a way to operate that way but the issue is really truly about what is best for someone else Not what is best for me. And when you lose sight of that, you end up with problems. I I agree.
0: But so do you remember what to look for? Do you remember what you told us about the separation, confusion?
1: Well, I'm not sure sure of specifically what you're asking there. Uh, I could address that, but I don't know. I'd be seeing the same things that I said then. They basically, far was, basically was,
0: basically uh, was, if there's an entity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, evil. I, I don't want to use yeah. that word. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain trigger signs, warning signs to look for. Mm-hmm
1: yeah I, I, but there's an entire list i don't have that right in front of me right now but one of the things you're going you to want to look expecting at it,
0: this question you weren't no i wasn't <laughs> sir.
1: this is a nice casual conversation we were going to have here uh, <laughs> well i didn't
0: realize it was going to get into all this
1: oh no that's okay <laughs> there's no time like the present so one of the things that i certainly would examine i would always take a look at uh, first of all what is when i when we enter into a situation is there clarity about what's going on, or is there confusion? So the very—that's one of the very first things that we want to look at. Also, if there's any disruption or disregard to religious things that might be there. So we—we've been uh, on occasion to places where people had pictures of of Christ on their walls, and they were turned around backwards. They were so that they weren't facing out. And the owner said that we didn't do that. Something else did that those are pretty good signs that you're dealing with something that's demonic confusion is one of the top-notch things okay when when you enter into an investigatory phase of whatever's going on there and there's confusion about what to do what do you do next then you need to step back from that and you need to spend more time really reviewing it examining it and taking it cautiously second thing that comes to my mind is if you haven't done the preliminary work first. So I encourage every group to do the same thing. Uh, this is not new with me, but if you, if you really pay attention to it, the Warrens were very, very good at this. Uh, you do the interviews, the examinations. You ask the questions in the interviews. You tape record those interviews while they're going on in the event that anything manifests during that time and you know that you're up.
0: we personally Mm -hmm. received things over evp such during the interviews
1: absolutely evp is a tape recording or a a digital recording uh is is very important during that time and uh and i have to say that uh, ed and lorraine warren employed this method uh, on on every investigation they did you have to go and you have to ask questions. What are the experiences that people are having? If in the process of doing that, things start to happen that you weren't expecting to have happened, there's a sign right there. You You wanna make sure that you're backing away from that. Now, speaking to the point of the group and confusion and division that can enter into there, start paying attention to whether or not everybody can stay on the same page throughout. Okay, you're on a mission, okay? So when you're sent in to that mission, so to speak, you you sign up for it and you go for it. In the midst of that mission, the last thing you need is somebody to usurp the authority that put you there. And what I mean by that is if all of a sudden you have somebody that just decides I'm going to take over what this person does. Okay, so we knew everybody had a role, Mm -hmm. uh, at least some very specific people had specific roles to fulfill in those things. You've already mentioned some of the things that Ursula would really be focused on when she went into a situation. You know what we focus on. We focus on uh, potential demonic activity and that kind of thing going on. Malevolent spirits, if you will. Um, And you start to see those things start to fall away, then by all means, there's some significant signs. You need to back away, regroup, discuss your approach but it all starts with the interview it then then moves on to the investigation stage if it's felt after the interview that that needs to happen and that's cam lights cameras action well maybe not lights but cameras in action okay and you get this thing set up with your infrareds evps all of the things that you guys do that i know really very little about and you enter into that kind of thing and that's done in a very orderly fashion if you're dealing with a malevolent spirit if you're dealing with any kind of demonic activity that's going on they look for the confusion in those people that are doing what they're doing those those entities will spot that 20 miles away they will know that they're dealing with amateurs and not pros and they will know that that disorder that that is coming into that house into that garage into that building uh they will know and they will uh, cause a larger disruption or, watch this, disappear altogether so that there's nothing there to deal with. Because then when you leave, then they can Maybe come back really. and infiltrate that place again. Yeah.
0: And that's why we tell clients as well as we might not have nothing while we're doing the interview, but expect a possibility of uprising of activity since we've been there or the days that's
1: prior absolutely. to that. So we would always encourage that there'd be, uh, uh, let's look at it like this. You have have a problem in your home, and you call the exterminator. The exterminator Mm -hmm. comes and looks at the problem in your home and says, yes, you have a problem in your house that needs to be dealt with. And then the exterminator gets in his truck and leaves. Guess what you still have? The problem. You still have a problem. But, and and this might be a bad example for anybody that doesn't (laughs) know. want anything extra but but i don't, can't think of another. it's way past to do dinner time so exterminator comes into the place spots what the problem is says here's what i can do to alleviate you say okay let's do this they do it they get rid of it and then they leave and guess what now you don't have the problem anymore so the the, the real issue here is is the team equipped to exterminate the problem if it's a problem now scott you and i know uh i've i have been sent on a mission sometimes to someone's home and get there and find out they really don't want what's going on gone. They actually, they've actually become a friend of whatever's going on there. And no matter how much you do, there's no, really no point in doing anything at that point because they're comfortable with that situation. On the other hand, we, you and me, all of us in the group have walked into a situation where it was terribly malevolent. I'm talking about the pictures turned around backwards. I'm talking about stuff in disarray. I'm talking about active witchcraft being practiced. I'm talking about all those things going on in that home that are introducing a malevolent spirit. And so that uh, I can't say it's guys. I can't say that it's that that level of malevolence, but, but there's this stuff going on that is just tragic and could be stopped. Uh, and if you don't approach that with order, then disorder will continue. If you don't approach it with order, then you will end up, end up having a lot of chaos happening in this place.
0: Feel free to ask, Matt. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you, you, you put quite a bit
1: out there, sir. <laughs> yeah, way too um, much. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, by no means. Uh, I think on a plus note for this audience or the people that will watch this, The majority of them has been senior previous shows with us and kind of understand where we come from. But, you know, I was thinking both times that we've gotten into a situation was both times we were pretty comfortable in the place and thinking that there was nothing there. Like I was speaking with my knee, I was thinking about, that was like the third or fourth time we've been to that place as well. And uh, we weren't quite following our normal Steps on things we got, as you said, familiar with spirit, and uh,
1: so I'd like to make a suggestion, Scott. Uh, and, don't get and too this. Comfortable. Is some, well, no, no, this might be, I could be completely out in my field here. So, the suggestion I'm making is really about maybe somebody can help me with this. But this is what I've discovered over these years of being engaged with this, and I've been doing. I've been doing spiritual warfare, demonic deliverance, uh, demonology kinds of stuff now for about 30 years. And uh,
0: beyond our group.
1: Well, so I'm just thinking about this. Uh, When I have dealt with an individual who was oppressed, obsessed, possessed, whatever the case might be, and there's so many of those, uh, uh, I always call them the shuns, oppression, possession, uh, and so on. But when I've dealt with an individual who has had that and and they have. Uh, well, let me give you one example. Okay, I d- uh, dealt with this. This is it's a confidential case, so I can't mention places or names. But in this particular case, another pastor and I were asked to come and be involved with this, and we did. And this involved a professional person who had okay. been demonically possessed. They were misdiagnosed. They were diagnosed originally with MPD, a multiple personality disorder. And but their therapist contacted us because they weren't making any progress, and the therapist was thinking there's something spiritual going on here that isn't good. Uh, my friend and I had been known for being effective in this. We're not God is, but that we would be servants, that we'd be vessels for this, conduits. and conduits, if you will. And then, um, and so we were called into this situation, and in that situation where this person's professional license to do with or not the therapist, but the subject, their professional license was in jeopardy. They would not be able to continue to work in their field uh, in spite of their proficiency in that field if any of this had gotten out, okay? okay. So we went there and we, were, we, we prayed, we identified, we, we, we spoke directly to the uh, spirit that was involved with all of this, uh, there were manifestations, there were, uh, there, the, this individual began to convulse and to scream and to have all kinds of things go on that were just, uh, beyond words. And, and there was from my perception, there was no acting going on whatsoever. This wasn't the result of going to the movie theater and watching uh, the Exorcist or something. This was, right. this was something that was very, very genuine happening. And, uh, and it, at the conclusion of about two and a half hours of this ministry going on, uh, this person collapsed to the floor. That was that was There was, a, a, I believe, a deliverance that happened and a freedom that took place. Now, here's what I'm talking about. When, I, when I'm working with an individual, I see this happening. When I'm working with a building, I see something different. So this person became completely free, resumed their professional position, has never had any of this situation happen in their life, to the best of my knowledge, since that time. That's important. However, when you're dealing with somebody's apartment or somebody's home or a place they've just moved into and they move out of it, I am saying that it's very, very important that, it, that we understand it's possible for those places to be revisited By entities, regardless of whether or not we have done some good work in those buildings. So that's the reason why you could go to one of the buildings we talked about before and you could see nothing, 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 and then boom, something, and you have a result that happens, and then you it goes away and then it comes back, and then it goes away and then it comes back. You go, well, man, we're not being very effective because it keeps coming back. Listen. If it's an individual and it keeps coming back, then I'm not being effective and I need to find the absolute answer. If it's a building, hey, it's just the way that that works. That happens. And that's the reason there's a, that it is my belief that that's the reason there's a continual need for these investigations and this kind of work to continue on. Because there's a difference between a non-personal structure and a living human being and the way that we approach it, the way we deal with it. So everybody put that in your thinking and see what you think of it. I have no conclusion about it. That's just what my findings are in my life so far. <laughs> so I don't know how that fits anybody. Um, no, don't I, have to agree with it, you know, but that's I just feel not.
0: like you might be modest on this, but- um listening to what you're saying when you're done after hours of of doing this i can't imagine but it being have having a heavy effect on your physical and mental well-being for a while
1: yeah i, I agree uh if i'm especially if i've dealt with the, the, a human being who's been demonically oppressed possessed obsessed whatever uh, was going on there. It's not uncommon to be just completely drained after all of that. Now, investigating buildings and that kind of stuff, and you know, you get tired. Of course, you get tired because you're spending hours and hours and hours in the place. You know, uh, dealing with some things, and usually you're trying to stage it so that you're there. You know, at, at after midnight and definitely at 3 a.m. and beyond. For some reason that "Quote unquote," bewitching hour—that time that those things seem to transpire. And by the way, there's reality to that. There's case study that backs up, that supports this. Uh, There is an inordinate number of deaths in nursing homes that take place in the three o'clock hour, in three o'clock in the morning. And so, and and you can research that, and you can see that there are some common times that I'm not making this up. It's just there's some common times that they see that happen. Uh, I don't know if there's a connection between these two things or not, but Never there not. seems to be if if you read much from uh, the Warrens, there seems especially the book The Demonologist, you'll see that there are some specific times and three am seems to be one of those times. and there is a connection between that time and some of the satanic ritual ritualistic things that go on on the dark side of things, okay. Hmm. And I don't won't get into all that detail right now. I'm still looking into a lot of that myself after all of these years. But the reality is that, uh, they don't have very many rituals that they do during the daylight.
0: Yeah, let's have brunch okay. and some of them. <laughs> yeah. okay. so,
1: so I think there's a, there's a connection to all of that. And uh, uh, being that what it may, uh, and I don't mean to be so... Um, so I'm not trying to be deep here. I'm not trying to be dark here. I'm just no, saying just, that when we're um, when we're dealing with radiation. this stuff, well, think about it. If you're dealing with a malevolent type of spirit, you know, in a building, it's a poltergeist that's destroying things. In a human being, it's possession, which is destroying a person. Uh, when, when you're dealing with those kinds of things, gee with Scott, I mean, the bottom line is this is serious stuff. Oh, very, It's very, very so. important.
0: I mean yeah going to cemetery the odds are you're probably not going to get too deep into things but yeah doing actual if you're going to be investigating and you're going to be doing these things you're running a high risk of of putting yourself in some kind of serious situations be it possession harassment or whatever or even physical ailments yeah Um, it's not like you're going to a movie theater to watch a movie
1: well and let's address let's address this uh
0: well, I yes. figure it up question, so you right? can glance at it.
1: Yeah, does everybody else see that as well? That question? Yeah, can it comes up okay, for, good.
0: when I, when yeah, it's everyone. like that, everybody that's watching can see it.
1: Excellent. Very good. But I want to I want to take that, but I want to also go back to I think it was Alex earlier on that had the question about carrying something home with them, you know. So they mm-hmm. deal with something and are you going to carry this thing back? So I like to I like to uh, make sure that we've covered the hazmat suit in spiritual warfare and uh and this type of activity and paranormal investigations okay so i think that's that's very very yeah there you go followed you back okay so here's what i want to say uh, let me use this example okay so i worked in a business for 13 years that every once in a while would run into something in somebody's home that was discovered to have some type of infestation. Now, around this neck of the woods, there have been not a lot of uh, bed bug manifestations, you know, and that kind of thing. However, if the workers who were going to treat something like this, and you can talk to exterminators and they can tell you about this as well, but if you went there and you weren't prepared for what you were going in there for, well, we know this about certain bugs, okay? We know this is true of bed bugs they attach themselves they're hitchhikers okay uh and so they'll attach themselves you go to a garage sale or to a yard sale or something like that you go home and next thing you've got this this infestation so what on earth happened there well you have to make sure well here's another example same thing uh you're going into the woods you're going hunting or you're doing something like that or walking through fields or you're walking you know uh into the woods and we have ticks Okay. Deer ticks, that kind of thing. So what Mm -hmm. do you have to do before you walk right into your living room wearing the same clothes you were wearing when you were into the woods or when you were in that infested home? What do you have to do? You've got to inspect yourself. You've got to examine yourself. You've got to make sure that you're not carrying stuff back into your house. Okay. Now translate that all over to the spiritual realm. All right. If you're going to go do uh, uh, an investigation and there is something going on in that home or with that individual, what are you going to do to protect yourself? And I call it a spiritual hazmat suit. So the first thing is be ready to go into the place. If your groups don't gather in a circle before they go into a place and have, have prayer, I don't care if... Mary over here is praying to a sun goddess and George over here on the right is praying in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? You're that, that unity, that relationship, that, you know, God looks right through all of that stuff. And he says, I've already told you where two of you agree as touching any one thing. I am there. I'm, you know, so on and so forth. There's power in unity. There's power in agreement. It's really, really important that we see that. So let's start with that before you leave the parking lot make sure that you've gathered together and you've prayed together okay that's important cover one another all right and then when you have finished whatever it was you're doing let's say you didn't even see anything let's say that all your evps could be traced back to the electric power lines that were running into the place let's say that there wasn't any manifestation of any kind well i guess that's no problem we'll just go ahead and go home hey wait a minute these entities are hitchhikers And they might be unseen hitchhikers. So when you've concluded your mission, what should you do? Same thing you did before you started it. you got to cover it with prayer. You've got to make sure that everybody has had time to debrief. I always like that. Get together at McDonald's and and do that kind of thing. Uh, And then, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, hazmat in, hazmat out, and and do... uh, and, and do all those things to be protected. So the infestation that one of the people was talking about there, this is the protection that you have. This is what you do. By the way, somebody said to me one time, what if I'm doing this as an individual? And I would suggest to you that you should never do this as an individual. Okay, right. this is a this is a team lift, guys. This is a team lift. You don't you don't tackle spiritual warfare or paranormal investigations as an individual. That's out of order. You're asking for trouble. So you don't do that. You go in as a group, you go in as a pair, you go in, whatever you need to do. You'd never do an interview uh, for uh, this kind of thing by yourself. Okay. You don't do that initial interview by yourself. You do that with other people and never overwhelm the client, you know, but two or three people,
0: um, two people on anything makes sense, even for not so much even in the spiritual world, even the physical world. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, do, do you hear what I hear? That's not the Christmas song, but I mean, do you, are you hearing the same thing that I'm hearing? Are you seeing the same thing that I'm seeing? It's called corroboration. It's something that you want to have happen. That's why two cops go on the investigation together there's corroboration they're hearing the person saying the same thing can you pull melissa's statement up yeah it was
0: about to, the last one or okay. the newest one
1: the i think the, the newest one yeah that one right there yeah that's important for people to see i think this is really really important I'm going to read it out loud because I just think this is vital. Infestations can create, this is why we're a team. That's why we're sitting in the same living room, okay? Infestations can create anger, dissent among family, friends. They like strife, fear, anger, addictions, okay? I never do this kind of work when there's been drinking or drugging going on, ever. When I walk through the door, Scott, you were with me on one. That's one of the first things that I ask when we're there to do this thing. Are there any drugs in the house? Are you doing drugs? I'm not a cop. I'm not here to arrest anybody. Mm-hmm, right. uh, I'm I just have to know. Has there been drinking going on? Has if there has been, we got to do this another time. Okay, right, because right. we're not dealing with what's really going on there then. We're dealing with another layer. Infestations, what are the results of these infestations? Just like they are with the things we were talking about before. Anger, dissent among family, disagreements, arguments. Things that, that are hard to heal, uh, mm-hmm. but dissent and separation and depression. Oh, if we don't approach this right, the team will go after each other. The Very team true. will go after each other. I'm serious. The paranormal team, the investigative team, will disagree and allow that disagreement to manifest in such a way that you can't get healing for it, at least not right away. Right. Uh, these these infestations, these these enemies like strife. They like they love to get in there. Okay. You know why? Divide and conquer. That's the concept. Okay. And the Bible says this. Abraham Lincoln quoted it. A house divided itself against itself cannot stand. Okay. So important that these things, that these things are happening here. She goes on to say, I've anointed doorways with oil, claimed it in Jesus' name. Let evil know it's not welcome here. Get out. I own this place, not you. Now, let me add one more thing to that. And you saw me do it, Scott. You were with me on one investigation that Mm -hmm. that you saw me do this. If the person owns their house, get the deed. Bring it out here while we're doing this thing. I'm going to pray over your house. I'm going to anoint you over. Bring the deed. If they rent the house, bring me your lease. Bring the lease. Take it out of your safe box or wherever you keep it. Let's bring it right out here on the coffee table and let's pray over that. But I don't do the praying. I get the owner or the renter to make the statements just to warn whatever entities are out there. This is my house. I This is my property. You have no authority over it. In Jesus' name, you are not welcome here. You must leave. You have no place in this place fantastic yeah. wow this is a great 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 statement this is what really I cared
0: wonderful. to add a little more to this myself mm-hmm. um, and once we've been to a place and once you've done like you've done or other people that has done things you got to keep in mind your your home is almost an empty vessel mm-hmm. it's empty and you need to fill it with some now yeah does it have to be Jesus Oh, I recommend that, but if not, imagine filling it with positive energy, that white healing light, that love. Fill it up with love. Don't just leave it empty because things will come back.
1: So we have that example, and we have to, we have to look in, then again to the New Testament and see the example in Jesus' story about that. And that is that uh, the parable is once you've swept the house clean, if you don't fill it with something and in that case inviting the holy spirit into that house to take take over then you what you've done is you've made a clean house for the entity the enemy the demonic whatever the case might be to come back and manifest again right. and and even be worse the next time around
2: um, <laughs> yeah
1: so so, yeah, this is. Uh, I want to encourage the teams. I want to encourage the investigators. Do not take your role lightly. And if you're unsure of this, then get a consultant that can help you with it, excuse me, so that you don't have this kind of an issue plaguing you or following you, that you don't have these things traipsing into your own home and into your own relationships and your own families. So one of the things I want to guard the worker about, okay? Watch this. It is not unusual for a couple, if one of them has gone on the investigation or if both of them have gone on it, if they've conducted this kind of work, if you do not pray after having done it, if you do not find a unity in the spirit after having done it, if you have not debriefed to have arguments That are silly, stupid over nothing arguments that divide the couple, whether it's husband and wife, whatever the significant other, whatever the case might be, that division and that striving and that argumentative spirit comes as a result of not covering the situation when you've left it. So now remember, we're working on behalf of a client. Absolutely. Relationship, friendships. Yeah, absolutely. it's, It's a terrible thing. Uh, That may take a long time to heal if it can be healed. Um, So, again, just to recover this, just to recap it. You pray before you go in. You pray while you're there. You pray when you leave. You debrief. You discuss. You have conversations. I don't care if it takes three hours in a meeting. You know, you have those conversations because you're stronger for it. Because you're covered for it. The hazmat suit. Is to be worn before you get into the house, in the house, and after you've left the house. And so then now, guess what? It has to be discarded before you enter your own house.
0: I, I've always liked this uh, this built, uh, biblical passage. And I, I couldn't tell you for the life of me what passage it comes from. But I love the putting on the armor of God. and,
1: and Ephesians chapter 6. The God. Yep. Yes.
0: And... Uh, yep. I prefer that myself because then I feel like I'm ready to go and <laughs> slay. Well, you know, the
1: hazmat suit is Ephesians chapter six in an updated Dale version. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it <laughs> seems putting like putting on the whole armor of God. Yes,
0: it, it seems like you summoned a demon with with your last little bit
1: there. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> Did someone say consultant?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I see. What you mean. Did someone say consultant? Yes. yes. And that's why I gave you my email address if you need to if you need to talk to. You, you are a consultant, and I see that I underline that in your paranormal consultant word there. We all, all of you that have experience with this, and, and some of you have some really good, deep experiences with it. and uh, make yourself available to people. There's not one of us that can deal with everything that comes along. And consultants, by the way, do you know what qualifies a consultant to be a consultant? They nope. have consult—they have consultants that they lean into. It's Makes this. Sense. It, it, absolutely, you, nobody knows everything about this, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but God Himself. So
0: and that's what I really like about these type of shows, and and you know the connections that we've been able to build with Matt and and the ones he's reached out to and such is they're able to reach out to us that has years of experience or it might be weeks of experience um but we experience and are able to share and people are able to reach out to us new groups and whatever and and absolutely we might not have an answer but through this networking we could reach out to others and say hey this person's having this problem can we help you've been willing to go to other groups and such and help them out so this networking has been it's important shows.
1: And, and by the way, uh, somebody that may not have a great deal of experience in this might be the person that you do need to lean into because they're getting some fresh eyes on it. So they're looking at something maybe for the first time. So my question is, what are you seeing? You know, because it's possible to become numb to the things that are going on. We need to have you know, fresh eyes on the situation. Uh, now, you mentioned something. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take just a little advertising time here for a moment. But sure. you mentioned something about Ephesians six and the whole armor of God and, and the spiritual warfare, that kind of thing. And so, if you go back to Doctor Dale on Deck, the first three or four uh, videos that are on there that you can still access Doctor Dale on Deck on YouTube, uh, you can actually go back and read that. Yeah, you've got it there, going across the the bottom. Uh, but you can actually go there and I, I spend some significant, maybe too much time uh, actually breaking that down. Uh, and so I'm sorry if it's a little heavy and if it's a little theological, but it's but it, it does break that stuff down. And, I, and if I were going to rename it, I would rename it hazmat suit. But, you know, because it kind of came to me. So <laughs> because that's really the that's really what it's about. Yeah.
0: And he put on a wonderful Dale put on a very wonderful Christmas message for everybody as well. Um, not a long video. So if you, had no, I was actually needing, minutes,
1: I needed to be able to, I needed to be able to prove that I could do something in three minutes and 14 seconds. So, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, I understand. what you're saying. Um, I get a little long winded myself sometimes. Um, but you got so much wonderful things to say that you, you have most of us just hanging on to almost every word, but
1: I just want to uh, say this. I am, I am no hero and I'm no big deal. I just simply want to serve people. I want to help people who are frustrated in life because I've experienced frustration in my life. I want to encourage people because I've experienced discouragement. Uh, I want to heal people because I have been sick. And, you know, so the whole everything that we do. Uh, and I, I'm th- that doesn't make me a big deal anything because i'm not uh, the the bible teaches this and we all need to get hold of it i need to get a hold of it the greatest among you will become the servant of all the greatest among you will become the servant of all our place is not the first place in line but it's the last place in line even if there's no food left by the time we get there as a servant that's our place in line it's not up front we're not the privileged first placer. We are the privileged servant, which gets to clean up even if we didn't get a chance to eat. And and that's what I'm asking God to help me with, that I can become more that way because I find myself deficient in that area way too often. And too many times, I am not the servant of all, but I enjoy being served and I have to get my heart and my mind out of that. If if I ever hope that God would use me in in different ways. Uh, So seriously, I mean, we can talk about humility and being humble. Uh, The one thing you know that you've arrived at least to some level of humility, when you're not looking to get an award for being humble. (laughs) Because you can't be humble and get an award for it. I no can't way.
0: imagine you could.
1: No. I just you can't do it. No. <laughs> so I it's get my little, privilege, you know.
0: I get a little antsy when I see people speaking of, you know, when they're, they're heaping on any kind of praise towards me or anything. I, I get a little, I'm like, that's not for me.
1: <laughs> well, that's why we love you, man. That's the truth. That is the truth. You're, you and, and I'm not going to keep heaping this on you because I don't want you to ever lose this reality. I because, appreciate that. Because it's very, very obvious to all of us who pay attention that you're a man of humility and you are, you are most effective in ways that you don't even know you're being effective in. And that's why uh, I know I watched, you know, Melissa, uh, during your illness here. I watched her uh, her heart breaking for you uh, and your family and staying in constant communication. And we really, we just, it's easy to support you. It's easy to walk with you, but it's because of your demeanor in it, you know? But, uh, but I, I always, I, I think, you know, you don't blow your own horn. So if we do it once in a while, just don't let it go to your head, you know. Uh, yeah, I do have a big fedora. It's important. You might need a ten-gallon fedora. If you- <laughs> yeah, I, I felt I, I really felt the love and
0: and the support, but I also felt kind of bummed out that I, I made anybody feel upset or sad or anything during all that.
1: Yeah, I, that's I
0: not, were, yeah I, you know i i understand but i also almost want to be in a corner let me do my hopefully heal and you know i don't like causing any kind of discomfort
1: <laughs> well you know one thing that you learn in a process like this is uh is that we need each other and uh, you know that we're not we're not capable as, is these, these fragile, uh, or as the English say, this fragile vessel that we, that we walk in, we're not capable of, uh, of healing ourselves. We're not capable of pulling ourselves up by the bootstraps. Sometimes we're not, we're just not able to do this things. we need each other. And, and that's, that's what you've, you've experienced and you're experiencing now, uh, do not rob any of us of the blessing of praying for you and uh and you know it's all good it's just all good you know and it's just so really uh, so wonderful to see you on the screen it is yeah I,
0: i had to get back here and do this you know i kind of i was a little hesitant today and i didn't put it out there that i was going to but i missed it this is another form of healing
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Grateful.
0: And I can imagine too many more people I'd care to do so with. Well, I I got a lot of people I look forward to speaking to this year with. Yeah. Not to. And, uh, but very happy that you are the first of the year.
1: Well, it's an honor. It really is. It wasn't expected. And, and, uh, but we're grateful. I'm grateful that we could do it. I don't really, I'm exhausted. I don't have anything else to offer.
0: Well, I appreciate (laughs) you expanding all your energy of the night with
1: us. (laughs) No problem, Um, man. No problem. It's already been
0: just over two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Hard to believe.
1: Is that not long enough?
0: In some ways, yes. Other ways, no. (laughs) We
1: could go on. There's a
0: lot more we could definitely touch on. That's Uh for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think for the sake of those that have blessed us this whole show and uh, stayed with us, and those that might watch the replay, I I think this is a good time to, to work towards wrapping it up. Okay. Um, unless there's more you care to expound on?
1: I don't think so. I think we've had a lot of words tonight. Um, I hope that... Good that what we i hope that what we really come out of this evening with is the knowledge that this can be a victorious year and will be a victorious year for us as individuals uh as as the work that's in front of us is important uh it's also important to start seeing 22 as being a a year of blessing and fruitfulness and overcoming and uh, for me, this is a, I'm starting out a year with, you know, it's a blank slate, a clean slate, a blank slate, not because I designed it that way, but because God apparently has something in mind and, uh, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Melissa, for Cassie, Eric, for my kids, Tracy and Jamie and their kids. And I'm grateful for you and Lee and, and all of Jason, everybody in the group, and I'm grateful for all the people that tune into this and uh, and look forward uh, with expectation and hope uh, for 22, that this is going to be an outstanding year. Uh, I would encourage everybody to stay healthy, stay tuned in to what your purpose is, uh, and I'm asking you to help by praying for me, help me to do the same
0: definitely will do. And I'm grateful for everything you've mentioned. And, you know, of course my family and such, that's for sure. And just the, the general love of the world and, and humans and, you know, just, I'm grateful to be here.
1: Well, you know, Steph kept up the conversation and the, and the communication about you throughout. And, uh, she, she's, she's fantastic. And we just really enjoy, uh, the relationship, but, Uh, We've said enough about that already, but just want to say, you know, just really grateful for you, for your family, for uh, your extended family. We all consider ourselves to be a part of your family. So
0: as we, you, you guys, definitely. But Dale, my friend, my brother, another wonderful night. I appreciate you gracing me with my, with our conversation. Um, It's fine. I'm, I'm a, I'm sure everybody that tuned in, or will tune in, will find it very thoughtful and thought-provoking, even though I can't speak, and entertaining in some spots. Um, Especially my dad joke. (laughs) Yes. Keeping me me away from
1: telling any. I'm not allowed to tell them. Uh,
0: I'm sure <laughs> yeah, she was close by to give you a kick under the table. If you're
1: not, not close enough to kick me, but close enough to kick me when we're done. I'm sure she could. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and and I do that wanna...
0: she can move pretty quick if need be.
1: Uh, yes, she can, but let me just tell you something though. Uh, I, I hope that as people watch this and replay and so forth, they really see, uh, uh, all of the statements that were submitted by everybody, Melissa and everybody uh involved uh matthew and alex and everybody that got on here and, and made some statements these were all important and thought provoking and spirit provoking uh comments and statements very to have true. been made yeah very true
0: well i will let you go so all you right, get some rest in. and
2: yeah.
0: get kicked in the shin by your significant other there
1: not a, not a problem <laughs> so you
0: don't so. give him too much of a hard time <laughs>
1: Uh, she she won't. She's well, she's great. You guys are a great. She's couple. the best. <laughs> Thank you.
0: It's good seeing you again. All right. And look forward to talking to you soon.
1: Peace to everybody.
0: Bye now. Bye. Well, my friends, two and a half hours almost, but it only felt like about thirty minutes. A um, lot of thought provoking conversation that's for sure um lots of love to dale and his family our family extended family everybody that's been commenting i appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight um you definitely helped the show reach this length of time that's for sure i don't know much more to say so i'm going to wrap this up um there's a couple Groups that will be coming on, I have to get a hold of them. I'll put everything on hold for a little bit because I wasn't sure when I would be able to come back on and hold a a real show for y'all. I appreciate the support and the love. And as Dale said, as a lot of us have said so far in this show, 2022 with the right energy put forth by us will be a wonderful year. With lots of growth and a lot of positives, but we have to put that positive energy into it. So if we sit back and, and just think of 21, we're not going to get very far. So let's make a personal mission to put good out, you know, that good energy. So uh, with that, I wish you all a great Saturday night and, a, I will see you soon. Happy new years, my friend. Um,
2: Bye, now.